siyambonga kunkulunkulu ngaleli ithuba nangalolusuku oluhle akasiphalo we thank the lord for this opportunity and this day that he has given us si jabule kakhulu we are very happy ekuvuleni keke lomcimbi kungebe umcimbi omuhle nobusisekile uma singahamba sishi umnikazi womcimbi engekho It would be wrong for us if we would start this journey and the one who this belongs to we wouldn't go together with him. We we'll ask Reverend Dahl to come forward there where the, house, uh, the bridegroom comes from that he would come and open for us. Shall we pray? Our Father, what a wonderful and splendid day that you've given to us today. Lord, to see what we've seen is marvelous and it brings such joy to our souls. And Father, we commit all to thee this day and pray that this day will be of great blessing to the couple and to all of us, Lord, who are attending and even those that are further afield who couldn't be here in person. Father, we thank you that we can commit all into thy hands. And we ask you, Lord, to continue and to bless everything that is done this day. We ask it for thy name's sake. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much to our Father Dal. This is the day. The Namu family and the Faltain family would like to thank each one who have taken the time to be with him today. Kwislobo Abangani Gomakelwani Ebanjeni to the family, to the friends, to the congregation, everyone who is here, they are thankful that you are here. Imagine if it was their wedding. It was only the two of them, all their entourage with them, and no one else. What kind of wedding would that be? Just 
And so wonderful that they can be here, that they can smile, and we can share the joy with them. We'll ask the choir to come and sing. Yeah. 
Thank you very much to Bohlebem Vuselelo Choir. This is the choir of the bridegroom. With great joy that we can welcome Reverend Mtombeni and those who are with him. They have come a far distance to be with us today. I can see them, but you can't, and I will not ask them to stand up. But if there is a request that we can see, what brethren from Zimbabwe, what do they look like? Thank you very much. I am serious. Your wedding is really serious. Stand up for two good things. Okay, Tigile, we are so thankful that you can be with us today. I see them, you can't see them. I know them, but you maybe don't know them either. But because of you, I ask them to stand up so that you also may know them, because I know them. Thank you very much. And there are also some that have traveled from a far country to be with us. Mr. Andrew Gerbe from the Eastern Cape. Mr. Andrew Gerbe from the Eastern Cape. We'd like to welcome you. Giamaz mina, giambon, kodangengayin, zomkel uchasugu minae, zombon. I can see him, but because of the audience, we'll ask him to please stand up as well. Eh, in Tsugwini, Gapam Guguti, oh, Mabing Buya. As I was coming back from where I had been, I saw this uncle, this father, and then he let the cat out the bag. And he asked, do you still recognize me? Took off his hat. Do you still remember me? And I really, I did not know him. 
Babungubane Maimbonat How Uenalo. And when Babungubane saw him, he said, Oh, is that you? What how we mean? I said we scatter seed and act when you figure lavas is about. And he says, Yes, it is me. I haven't been at Kwasizabantu for a long time. What we are kumbul which is Africa Lagasizabantu, Sihama no Tembelani, Umasis Buele Move Tembelan was Lubuga, Agasafunu Kambanati, Seasala. And I came here with Tembelani, and when we went back, Tembelani forsook us. He said, No, he's staying. He's not going with us. And they said, well, Tembelani, we brought you here. Now we want to go back. Tembelani said, no, you go. I am staying here. And now the father is back. To be with Tembelani and say, well, now, now you're not just a young man anymore. Now, you are a man. And because Tembelani knows the gospel is because of Mr. Bester who brought him here. And he, and he is a spiritual father who brought him to the Lord so that Tembelani can share this day with his beautiful pearl now. And and I would like to welcome Tembelani's family. They've come a far distance. I know how far it is. And you as husband and wife are still going to travel very far. Kanjalo, now I'm Kenyan. Usazo Gimpela, Ufag Impela Makalani, Ama Petrol, Magmelusugale, Uzobonabasequi. And when you go and see your in laws, you also are still going to put in lots of gallons of fuel. But it is wonderful. It is a joyful, happy day. And Trying to go through the program quite quickly because the wedding, we don't want to hear too many speeches. What we are looking out for and expectantly waiting for is what God has got to say to us, what God has got to say to those who are getting married and those also that have been married for a while already. As we don't want to get to God's word and we are already yawning or hungry, but that will come later. While we are listening to the speeches, then we eat or we 
drink a kwalaya or we have our puddings. And then the bride and bridegroom, they also don't hear God's word that, that, that God has for them on the day just because of all the speeches. We ask the choir from Harding to come and sing for us. Uh, I'm a DJ today. How wonderful it is.
Thank you very, very much. I am Konyanu active. The bridegroom is quite active today. active. She's more active than you. active and uh, the husband, oh, the bridegroom is quite active now. I don't know what it will be like later, but trust that the bride shall be able to give him the key when he wants to start a song at home. And don't just be active on this day, but that you stay active even going forward. And there are those who are so active and eager and then they get to the point where they get their queen or they get their he and then it's just lazy. Nothing happens. And then you ask, but this person was not like that before. No doubt. When you are so eager to see and find the Lord's will, and then you hear God speak to you, and then you ask, is it truly? Yes, it is so. The Lord has spoken to me so clearly. And then that is the last time the Lord ever speaks to you. We were on a trip and now I am, we are going into the Sunday service. And I've been asked just to share about the outreach, the trip that we took. We had a wonderful time in Romania. We had a blessed time with the brethren in the services that we had there. 
was the first time that I got to that country. In a country that I preach for the first time. But the spirit of those brethren was something that built up my spirit and my, my heart. I often find that when I go and preach, even if it's just uh, yeah, in this country, when we go, we have the service, and then after the service, everyone just says, no, everything is going well. But the way that they were searching for God and wanting God to work, it truly touched my heart. And the way in which they have clung to what they have known and what Reverend Stegen always taught was use that which you have. I truly saw it at that place. That which they have, which they have built on, is gold. When I arrived here, there already was electricity. So I hear of stories what it was like before, and I believe that. But if we look at what they have there, how they have started, how they have worked together, and how they have gone forward in the goal that they have, Now what really touched me, I was the only black African among them. But for me it was, I was white like they. It touches you when you see the people take you and they put you in their hearts. They make you part of everything. And then you go and stand among them and you can see that you are different. But they do not see that. They see further than that. They see the God who is common among us all. And I was the only black person there, and people cried when they remembered back 30, 40 years ago when Reverend Stegen would come and preach there together with other black brethren. And then they say, when they see this, it gives them hope. 
that the revival will continue. As much more I can say, but let me end with this. How I wish Uguti Aba Shabitu Bangaba Lapaya Babo Nabasha Baglialli Zula Romania Lababa Zalwani Labai. How I wish and desire that our youth would see the youth from that country. Abafana Namantumbazan. Boys and girls. Sambang ate footy nabato namako no mako tabasandukshata nabakwenya nabasandukshata. And let me add this, a newly married men, a newly married woman. It was wonderful to see how everyone worked together in such a manner. You see the young men in the kitchen washing dishes, helping with the preparation of the food, even helping with cleaning, and just the spirit that they all had. The way in which they led the singing in church, it touches your heart. You find that the young, uh, young uh, brides, they come and they lead the singing alone. The next service, it's the young men who have just gotten married. And the next song, it's the young men I mean, next service, the young men, then the young woman. It is truly so wonderful to experience. And when their choir sings, it is as if they can just stand there and you can keep looking at these angels. They have such joy on their face, you can just see it radiate. At that mission, everyone works extremely hard. And you are there Leading the singing, it's not as if, excuse me, that's all I do. You go back and you carry on working or you come to lead the singing. Having worked, everyone works together in such unity. It is so hot there, but they are not like a piece of butter that melts in the heat. They put in all their effort. The way in which they search for God with all their hearts, it breaks your heart. South Africa, 
ezisekelweni asifuna ukuhamba eceleni siqale yethu sibekene emgomweni ngathi hawu kulunkulu wathi ungasisa ukuthi thina esisendlunkulu siphile up to that standard kulelo zinga elilindelekile whether i look at you you are coming from south africa from kwasizabantu we look up to you we yearn to find those foundations from you and i just cried out and i said may we who are here may we realize that and may we stick to those foundations we had a wonderful and a blessed time together it was truly blessed and they asked us to please send greetings to the to the bride and they wanted to know where does the bridegroom stand has he just come to just take the bride where does he stand aye sesifika ke emaphethelweni lesicela ikhwala lapha ekhaya kubalize lesiculele satisfied We ask the Quasi Zavantu choir to come and sing for us before we hear God's word, and we trust that they won't just give us one song, but that we will be satisfied. abashatayo bebecele izingoma ezintathu umshakazi eh notata umhlekazi kodwa ke ngenxa yethuba sizobanikeza ezimbili umhlekazi ukuvana ukuhle kuchubela nombona umhlekazi ngoku ke sizokunika nje thu umakoti naye simnike elilodwa ngenxa yesikhathi ngoba nangisethambile lokuqala yesingisi and the glory begani kazimolo kaNkulunkulu iyabonakaliswa yonke inyama ibone kanye kanye ngokuba umlomo ka Jehovah ukhulumile simdumise uNkulunkulu bese kubake umangikholwa isanda senkosi enkulu So we're going to sing two songs which have been asked by the bridal couple although they asked for three songs we've, we're giving them two songs And the glory the glory of the Lord. Glory, the glory of the Lord. 
Arege Namtanje Sego Sugu Ukufagaz. Today is the day, is the day where we testify. Umkwenyan no makoti by Afagaza Namtanje. The bride and the bridegroom are making this testimony or they testifying today Futi bazalwane siajabula and brethren we are very happy nias nipikali nisazotkonda gisho lokho ngesizathu sini and by what you doing you are giving us weapons and uh, you will still understand later on why am i saying that yeboni afagaza ukuthi uNkulunkulu ukhulumile nani Yes, today you're testifying to that that the Lord had spoken to you. Gotwa gapezu loko niafagaza uguti unkulunkulu kona. But above that all, you're testifying by this today that God is alive. Bagit bazalwane unkulunkulu kona pagatigueto. Brethren. God is alive and is in our midst and that brings great joy to us. Now there was a text that Mkwenyan um, asked for today. from the book of Joshua. And from chapter 24, and we'll be reading verse 15. And especially the last half of verse 15. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But, and this, these are the main words he chose, but as for me and my house, we will serve the lord umagukube mehlweni enu kumkhonza uJehova khethani namuhla ukuthi ngubani niyaka umkhonza noma uNkulunkulu ababakhonzayo oyihlo besengapheshaya komfula noma uNkulunkulu bama Amore enhlala ezweni lawo nansi ngcenye enkulu kepha mina nendlwami siyakumkhonza uJehova sorry but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Now, I thought of, in the service, looking ahead at serving the Lord. I'm not, I wouldn't like to dwell on today, the marriage day, so much. 
But I would like us to look at the whole principle of serving the Lord while we are married. And there was a portion from the Old Testament that to me had all the components or some of the main components of serving the Lord. Because a marriage is on a small scale, scale the same as a, a nation. And the same challenges that we meet up as a nation are in a way, on a small scale, met up in marriage, in our marriages. And I would like to come to a time in the nation, in the history of the nation of Israel that we read about in 1 Samuel chapter 13. And we'll be reading from verse 19. This was at a time when Israel was facing the enemy. Israel was led by King Saul. He had about 3,000 men with him. Friends, we as Christians will always be in the minority in this world. And we must be able to overcome even if we are in the minority. God has never promised us that we'll be in the majority. And that is what blesses me about today. Even though there are few people getting married in such purity and holiness, we are proud of that, and it's an encouragement to us. Israel was 3,000 under King Saul. The enemy had thousands of chariots and the Bible says they had foot soldiers as much as the sand on the sea. Israel was totally outnumbered. But that was not all. 
Israel was weak. Let's just read how weak they were. In chapter 13, 1 Samuel chapter 13 from verse 19. Now there was no smith found throughout all the land of Israel, for the Philistines said, Lest the Hebrews make them swords and spears. But all the Israelites went down to the Philistines to sharpen every man his share and his coulter and his axe and his mattock. Verse 22. So it came to pass in that day of the battle that there was neither sword nor spear found in the hand of any of the people that were with Saul and Jonathan. But with Saul and with Jonathan his sons was there found. Friends, we live at a time where the church is totally without weapons, disarmed and pathetic. The church is without weapons. If you look at the church, the music in the church, we are disarmed. We have to go to the enemy to get music for the church. Look at the way we sing in the church. Many churches, I would say most churches, there's no difference between the music in the church and the music in the world. If you look at the way the young people dress, there's no difference between the, the church and the world. We have become bankrupt and we've got to borrow clothes from the world and the way they dressed. If young people want to get married, I remember how as a young man, before I came here, I thought of this. And I said, Lord, I will serve you. I want to serve you with all my heart. But when it comes to marriage, You'll just have to stand aside a bit, Lord. Just give me 12 months. And give me a time to select a girl 
and to see which girl I want to get married to, and then you can come back into my life, and I'll serve you all my, all, with all my heart. Do you know how many young people today, when it comes to marriage, they ask the Lord to stand aside a bit and just give them time to get married in their way and the way they like it with whom they like, and then the Lord can come back in into their lives. When girls get dressed, how do they get dressed? How do they select the way they dressed? They dress while in their hearts they think, am I going to catch the eye of the young men? or that young, specific young man, with the way I dress. We heard last night, that's the way they do their hair, that's the way they dress, with the goal of catching the eye of young men. The church is bankrupt. They flirt. They date. They kiss. They still, they fall in love and carry on like that. And oh friends, how Poor has the church of God not become? Do you understand now, brethren, when I said earlier that the two getting married today are arming us? Because if we get married and our young people get married in this way, we are not disarmed and it shouldn't trouble us that we're in the minority. Let us stand proud in front of the world. Let they mock us. Let they do and say what they like. Stand proud before the world. They mock us because they don't have what we have. But it's not just in the matter of marriage that the church is disarmed. Or not just in getting married. But in marriage as well. When I face up with problems in the marriage... What do I do? 
I grant for the arms of the world. We fight husband and wife like cat and dog with each other. Each one tries to put the other one in his place. Each one tries to get the last word. We lose our tempers. We explode before each other. The, the verse which the bridegroom chose said, But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. You've chosen very well. Not that you didn't choose well on, on choosing your bride, but there's well you've chosen well, but you've also chosen a very good text. May God give you the grace and the mercy as you carry on with your marriage from today on that you will serve the Lord. Now there's much that I could have said, but let me just jump uh, forward because of time. What are the weapons that we should use? If we are facing the enemy of the church, we must put on the armor of God, the helmet of salvation, the belt of truth, the sword of the spirit, the word, the breastplate of righteousness. Here is a key for you for the rest of your life so that you do not have to go and borrow arms from the devil and the world. Keep the breastplate of righteousness on at all times. No matter what it would cost you. No matter what the implications are going to be. Keep the breastplate of righteousness on. I've often said a breastplate of righteousness is not like a sword and a shield. A sword and a shield I work, I use actively as I fight and I protect. The breastplate of righteousness must be always, I can forget about it. If it's there, it's there. 
kodwa lesi zivikelo sesifuba sona kumele sibe khona njalo ngisho ngokuthi ngikhohliwe kodwa kumele sibe khona but if something happens which spoils your righteousness before the living god then go and put that right confess that apologize where you have to apologize and you once again you'll have the breastplate of righteousness kodwa uma kuba khona into ephazamisa ukulunga phakathi kwakho nonkulunkulu kudinga uthuthathe isinyathelo ukulungise ukuzubuyisana nonkulunkulu kubuye lokho kulunga and it will create inside of you without you consciously thinking thinking of that an attitude the right attitude and the right spirit and the right relationship between the two of you lokho kuyodala njalo ngisho ngakucabanga ngawena ukuthi ube moya muhle nibe nokubambisana njalo nina nobabini and if your eyes have robbed you of the breastplate of righteousness then immediately make sure that you get that breastplate back again because you've lost your righteousness before god uma mehlo wakho edukisile akulahlekisela ukuba naleso zivikelo sesifuba kulungise ngokushesha ukuze kubuyiselwe lokho ngoba usulahlekelene nokulunga phathi kwakho nonkulunga If you've made a remark which you shouldn't have made then make put that right immediately if your spirit tells you ah, I should not have said it or yes I said it but not in the I, sh- I didn't do it in the right way Umakhono kukhulumile bongafanilanga ukuthi ukukhulume sheshe ukulungisa uqondise lokho ukuthi nakho sengikhulumile ebengafanilanga ukuthi ngikhulume noma ngokubekanga endlela efanele But allow me to spend a bit more time on another weapon for the for the church Kodwa ngivumelene ukuba ngithi ukuthatha isikhashana ngikhuluma ngesinye isikhali sebani and it may be a weapon that you may think well i'm not sure whether this belongs in a marriage mhlambe kungaba isikhalo ngathi wena angazi noma siyadinge kanye lesi isikhali emshadweni or i'm not sure whether this belongs to a marriage service noma uthe angazi noma yangena kahle lendaba uma sikhuluma enkonzweni yomshado no it belongs in a marriage service The Bible says and on your feet make sure that your feet are shod with the shoes for spreading the gospel of Christ. Do you realize that this passion for spreading the gospel of Christ should remain paramount in your marriage and in your life even after you are married uyaqonda yena ukuthi lokho kushisekela kokuhambisa ivangeli likakristu kumele kuhlale kuwe njalo izikhathi zonke ngisho nalapho sushadile otherwise if that is not the case you'll find yourself clashing with the leadership of the mission all the time as if there's just friction with the rest of the children of god i want to relax i want to enjoy my married life i want to sit back and have comfort now and have children and enjoy life uma kungenjalo uzoyithola njalo ushayisana nabaholi balapha ekhaya uzoyithola ushayisana njalo nomsebenzi kaNkulunkulu ngoba wena uthi hayi ngisafunuke ngihlale nje ngikhululeke ngizwe kunethezeka 
We remember how Baba Mfundisi often said here in the services. When he got married, he said to his wife, I want you to understand that God is first in my life, God's work is second in my life, and you will be third. These days we've had Baba Dube giving his testimony. There was no honeymoon. They got married. The next day, Baba Mfundisi had to go to services in Gauteng and he said to them, pack your bags and he had to leave his wife behind and go out to preach the gospel in Gauteng. Here, when I came here for the first time, I noticed people having engagement services. Where I come from, out in the world, you don't have a service for an engagement, you just go and get engaged. Then I asked them, but why are going in engagement services? They said, because we want our engagement to be an opportunity to invite people to preach the gospel to them so that souls may be saved. That's in the front of our minds. Whatever we do, we want the gospel of Christ to be preached. We want souls to be saved. And may it be the case with you today, a priority for you, and the days to come, and for the rest of your marriage. To you, bride and the bridegroom, and I want to read to you a hymn that somebody sent to me. It was written by Mr. Roxford in, who lived in, uh, died in 1910. This song was included in Sankey's hymn book, which is a well-known revival hymn book. And they use use it in the Methodist Sunday School also, hymn book. This is what he wrote. Oh, where are the reapers that gardener in the sheaves of the good from the fields of sin? Uti 
With sickles of truth must the work be done. And no one may rest till the work is done. And this is what the chorus says. Where are the reapers? Oh, who will come and share in the glory of the harvest home? Do you long to share in the glory when the harvest comes in, when Christ comes in eternity and precious souls are going with him to heaven? It's not glorious for you because you are part of the, the reapers. But it's glorious for you because a soul, a precious soul has been saved. Oh, who will help us to garner in the sheaves of good from the fields of sin? Go out in the highways and search them all. Friends, the day I got married, this was burning in my heart. I said, Lord, may my marriage serve to bring souls into your kingdom. Go out in the highways and search them all. The wheat may be there, though the weeds are tall. Then search in the highway and pass none by, but gather from all for the home on high. The fields are all ripening, and far and wide, the world now is waiting. The harvest died. The fields are all yeah, for the harvest died. But reapers are few. And the work is great. And much will be lost should the harvest wait. We live at a time where it's not so critical to harvest at a certain time because we have machines that harvest fast in a, a short time. But in this time, there is a limited time that you can harvest. And if you don't harvest in that time, much will be lost. 
kodwa kulesi sikhathi lesi bebe ngena emshini ngakho bekuyisikhashana nje ukuthi uma kungavunwa manje kuzonakala ukudla emasimini kumele kuvunwe manje So come with your sickles ye sons of men and gather together the golden grain. Every soul is a golden grain. Toil on till the Lord of the harvest come. Then share ye the joy in the harvest home. Dear friends, this is part of the armor of God which, which will help you not to have to go and borrow from the world. This is what we should be busy this with. Be careful when you are before your children. Because the souls of your children must be before you. Be careful when you are with your friends. Because their souls must be before you. Be careful if you are before people that that are enemies. And and let their souls be before you. Now in towards the end I want to go back to the beginning of this chapter. The absolute crisis that Saul was in. Because this speaks of another weapon that we, we with which we can conquer. The weapon of faith. Saul was there with 3,000 men. And they were totally outnumbered. They didn't have weapons. They had to use their farming utensils to sharpen them to use as weapons. Humanly speaking, the chances were small, were virtually zero to win this battle. What we are quoting, But to you, the bride and the bridegroom, stand in there and be courageous. The act you took today is an act of faith in obedience to God. Saul was needed faith. And then his men, on top of everything, his men started becoming afraid and they ran, they started running away and hiding in, in caves and in cliffs and all different places. 
Pasa kutipezwa kukonke loko, amate otala nae, akalu kubano kwe sabe tutumela, aise hambe ota ashemu humeni na wezi nyinda. So here was this king with a small army. And his army is losing faith. And they're starting to desert him. And they decided to, to run away. And he had been commanded by Samuel the prophet, wait for seven days until I come and I'll sacrifice with you. The time was passed. It was coming to the seventh day. Samuel was not there. And what did Saul do? He took a step in unbelief. And he sacrificed himself without waiting for Samuel. Remember, faith must be a foundation of a successful marriage, Christian marriage. It's been the foundation of this work from the beginning. We heard how Bamfundisi testified how he would drive with his little car to go and preach, run out of petrol halfway through, standing there, not knowing how he's going to get to his destiny, until a Zulu man comes by and says to him, here's something to buy yourself an ice cream, and you could go and buy fuel, petrol, and go and preach. If I can add my little bit of experience of how the Lord worked and how Babumfundis he trusted the Lord. Coincidentally, I was in 1979, I think I was with Baba. And while we were together, somebody came and gave money just as a donation. They'd been staying here. They were thankful for the fact that they could stay here for two weeks. And just in gratitude for what they've received here, they gave money in. And few people have that gratitude and think of that, that yes, I've been a visitor here, but it costs the Lord's work something. Let me give a contribution. And while I was with, uh, with uh, Babumfundisi, this person came and gave money. 
And he turned to me and he said to me, Do you know, Albie, that I was supposed to go with a choir today and go and preach somewhere? But we didn't have money to get to the place where we were going to preach. With this donation, God has made it possible for us to go and preach. The appointment is there. The people are waiting. The church where they were going to go were waiting for them. And they didn't have the money. I'm not saying this to ask for money. Because he's never asked for money, ever, from this pulpit. And he's never hinted for money, for donations. But I'm sharing with you to show how faith is the rock bed of this relationship, this battle we're fighting. Faith was the foundation, is the foundation on which your marriage will be successful. There are many things that can rob you of your faith. Or that can test your faith in marriage. There can be sickness or disease that will come your way. There can be financial challenges in a marriage. There can be all kinds of priorities that you've got to deal with. And all that can cause anxiety. And friends, I don't know how often whether we realize what a big enemy anxiety can be for our faith and our relationship with God. Anxiety make people become frustrated and irritated with each other. Anxiety can do great harm in a marriage. Keep your eyes on the Lord. Keep on the breastplate of righteousness. Keep your faith and don't allow anxiety to control you in your life. And God is faithful. Then finally, after Saul had sacrificed in unbelief, just look at this. He tried to somehow drag God into the situation. 
He didn't go and fight the battle without sacrificing. No, he sacrificed. But it was a sacrifice in unbelief. And he was not ordained to, to do sacrifices. Samuel had to do these sacrifices. And I would like to read to you what the result was. First Samuel 13 verse 10. As soon as he had finished offering the burnt offering, behold, Samuel came, and Saul went out to meet him and greet him. And Samuel said, What have you done? What have you done? Oh, may God be gracious and save you and me that we won't get to the place where God will say to us, What have you done? And Saul said, When I saw the people were scattering from me, and that you did not come within the days appointed, and that the Philistines had mustered at Michmash, I said, now the Philistines will come down against me at Gilgal, and I have not sought the favor of the Lord. So I forced myself and offered the burnt offering. And Samuel said to Saul, you have done foolishly. You have not kept the command of the Lord your God with which he commanded you. For then the Lord would have established your kingdom forever over Israel. Now, friends, the last sentence is the big sentence. Samuel says, if you kept the faith, if you waited, the Lord would have established your kingdom forever over Israel. Do you know what this means? This means Saul would have become the David of Israel because that's what God said of David. I'll establish your kingdom forever. And the Messiah, our Lord Jesus, was born from the descendants of David. David. 
Friends, this was a tremendous blessing that Saul missed. Let me say to you, young couple, Tembelani and Tembisile. The blessing of God that is upon your marriage and that will come from your marriage, you cannot imagine. You've got no idea if you stay faithful to God the a blessing that may be that may flow from this marriage which starts today it's a blessing from the king of kings who says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. He says, you don't know the thoughts I have for you. You don't have an idea of the blessings that I have installed for your marriage. But at the same time, if we fail, if we become disobedient, if we lose the weapons of God and our faith in God and we start running to the world for weapons, the curse that can come upon our lives is unimaginable. So these are my closing words. Tembelani and Tembisile. You two people are a small army. Every couple that gets married is a small army. In your army, you must maintain God's standard. uh, maintain the standard of God in your marriage maintain the standard of God with your children if God would see it well to give you children even if they are teenagers Maintain the standard of God in your marriage with your children. Look to God. Trust in Him. Make sure that you are faithful to Him. And you won't just be a blessing for yourself. But you will be weapons in our church. In the church of God. Remember, but remember, there are older people who have walked this way for many years. 
There are people that started off with babumfundis. Don't unnecessarily fight battles on your own. These people walk God's way. They're always there that they can pray with you and that they can give you advice. We stand together as a church of Christ and let us allow God once again to show to the world that His church conquers. We don't know what lies ahead for the Church of Christ in these days. We are living in the last days. But let the devil be as furious as he likes. Even if we have to be persecuted and suffer for our faith, let us stand boldly for Christ and his kingdom. So I think we'll go over to the uh, marriage ceremony now. So if I can ask you to stand up and I'll come. said yes to the question whether they testify before the congregation, the heaven and earth, before God, that it is God who made them to marry uh, each other. Yes, Vesel and Gossi, Amanda Arco, Nomsawa. Nesbusis was Arco Mastembegilegu. Wangatin Gossis Busses of Sarkos, Nesela Pizwala Babashata. Baham Billion Gossin de la Pamguaco Batembegu.
Thank you very much to Reverend Van Eden. Tuagua kabanga chambela nuguti yoshatela kubkazi kazobunje. Chambela ni did you ever imagine that you would get married in such glory? Chambela tuawa zinje uchinge ilanganje kwenye kisali inkuumbi ingaga pamshope na bantuundo kuchuo did you ever imagine that you would sit with such a crowd, black and white? We thank God for the gospel. And yes, there are other gospels out there, but we thank God for this gospel that is not like others. Shut the How oh, wonderful when we can praise purity in a way getting married in this way. We thank God for a man like Reverend Stegen, who God could use and who could show us this way that we can get married in such such a pure way. Sibuwa Baba Hambe Pamgwit, 
abantu bazibasho bathi impela lo mshado wafana neminye imshado and we thank god for the men and the women that have walked before us that have taught us this way that when we also get to the day where we are where we get married we can do it courageously knowing that we have been taught the way by those before us and that we do it with god lalelani webasha badinga ithini kusiproveli ukuthi bayabathola nabantwana noma babathola ake sithi ukufunda ana kancanca singena nje wese isikhathi uzuma kanje konje yakabandla intombi kodwa kudla ukuthi yena ushile umeshilo wayibeka indlebe wezwa ukuthi ushile hayi uhamba ungangabazi ingakho izwi ubabdube ngelanga washumayela ngalo ukuthi noma beziwula uma behamba kulendlela yomendo abayukuthuka esamba ke nabo kasiyakhula nempandla ziyalo ziqhubeka nomkhaba nje lokuthi ngoba sibambe lonje so wonderful that we can go and walk this way courageously babdube even had a service once that people think that you are a fool but if you are walking on this narrow way you are not a fool kodwa ke ngicela ukuphathisa umphako but can i please give you some patgos yabona namhlanje niyaphelezelwa niyatetemuka niyadrivelwa imoto nenzelwa yonkinto today you are being accompanied your cars even being driven for you yabona mayisukuma makoti khona bagijima abazolungisa yabona And when the bride gets up there are those that jump up and make sure that everything looks good. Umansukuma siyasukuma sishaye izandla sikikize kuhle. And when you walk in when you are when you stand up everyone stands up claps hands. Kanjalo masemfike emshadweni kuzofana noma kadeni akafike emshadweni. Ningakafike emshadweni khona babethawo bambelelani yindlela benithokozela lendlela enikhethile. Before you got married there were those who encouraged you and said cling on to that which you have and may it be like that even after your marriage bebe khona futhi abebesha ukuthi wee benzani siyabazi obani baqala kanje babevutha kanje bawa banengane bazalile bengashadile bazalisa baze baziphika abona benganishayela izandla noma senishadile khona bazofika bathawa yinhle congratulations kube khona bathi siyobuka baqala kanje baphi There are those that also walked ahead of you and people saw how they went and how things went wrong later or there were those that didn't want to get married in this way and they tried first wanted to see how they are and there are those then they will be there they will watch your ways to see how you will carry on Seniyahamba ke mzuya ngabe niya lapho yini thi kahani bani baye basho and when you go later you go there where do they call it the honey what libelo ukuthi muhle he nje yazi nje nkosiya and then you will tell each other how beautiful you look kanti utholi ithuba loke yobeka foundation lalelana ngukuthi embelani wakafalteni anginaye nyikhophi ungathi mawubona izinto zakazuma nezakanhla abantu besuzoku ukuthi ubona nje abakanhla abathi sebene moto eyivulekelayo eyivalekelayo kwakanhla abathi hayi la kafalting musulibali lokuthi nje eyishokholethi umnandi hawungifundze phela umfundze cha dwebe isekelo ngoba uzohamba kuso uzokwakha kuso impilo yakho yonke choose this time to make a foundation for you say that you are a faltain that is your family don't go and look at other families and say oh, you see what they have see how they do things this is your opportunity to make a stand and say this is what it will be like we are together now 
and you will see, Feltain, um, you will see how things will change. You'll get, you'll change your, your size. If you look at Tlabati, um, pictures of when he got married and where, where he is now, his wife has really looked after him well. And the Bible says, you wife, you look after your husband. And it says, husband, you sanctify your wife. And we thank God for our leaders who are there who give us advice. Now know this, that when you get married and you have been troubled by lust, don't think that it will go away. It will be worse than before. And as we have all received food for our souls, now we don't want to just leave and then our sugar levels are all up and down. There is time, there is place for everyone to go so that we can have something to eat. The dining hall here at the mission is just on the other side of the airstrip so that we can all have something to eat. And to those who got invitation cards and also responded and said that they are going to come at quarter past two, if you can all be seated already by that time at the school hall. Those who received the invitation and answered say that they are coming. Allow me with the power that has been vested in me you can say it so nice in English. The power that has been vested in me. And allow me. Mr. and Mrs. T, Bao T, T, Yabuan, 
bazohamba lotifu uthuphindu loku lokuhlangana ufana nje ufana 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 See how they are both Mr and Mrs T so they T T they are going to keep they are going to be one and be the same Zokcelwa keke imdini yombili wakwa ngcam nowakwa Falting nalabo ke abazothatha nabe izithombe masuka la bese beyalapho ke uthathwa khona izithombe namangazi kodwa zizothathwa zona izithombe The Falting family Ngamu family and those who have been asked to be there where they take photos they will go they will then go and take photos Maluma sicele malume njengomalume wethu ukuthi usithathu usibuyisele lapho uNkulunkulu and we ask Malume, who is really our Malume, to let's pray. Lord Jesus, you who died and rose, to whom all power was given and is given, we pray that by your grace you would uphold and keep your children till death will part them. And we who have witnessed it, may that which we've received today become part of our life, that we might set an example to the world to see. And may the world see that we are your disciples because the way we love each other and care for each other. And so we pray that the love of the Father the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us until we meet again. Amen. Amen.